Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and here are your horoscopes for today, the 25th day of the year. 2009 in the month of March. Aries, although you may not be aware of it, someone has been admiring you from afar. Someone could be reading more into your words and glances than you intend. Today you might discover you have a lot more in common with someone you've known for a while but just haven't been able to get to know. It could be the start of a major relationship. Taurus, uh, a good friend comes to your aid today in a show of true solidarity. Knowing just who you can trust and why is important to you and makes you realize just how lucky you are. Likewise, a reliable friend who is always there for the people you love. Gemini, someone behind the scenes at working is looking out for you, probably much more than you realize. It may be this person has a crush on you, or maybe perhaps he or she wishes to be like you. Don't turn a blind eye to the situation, whether it is infatuation or admiration. You must deal with it, Gemini. Cancer. And especially a, a an especially important dream could be making you feel a little off balance today. Try to probe the dream for additional meaning. Write down all the fragments you can remember. Dreams can provide rich information about ourselves, our cores, if we decide to pursue their messages. Leo, hold on to those intuitive feelings from yesterday, but don't extract everything into your personal life. An ill-timed statement could hit home, affecting a close relationship and perhaps hurting it. Forgiving without forgetting is the best course of action. Virgo, don't hold back from criticizing a colleague if it is the right thing to do today. The person has been gold-bricking for a long time and, worse yet, has been taking credit for some of your efforts and ideas. Let a supervisor know what is going on. Libra. If you're single, you may find yourself in a romantic quandary today. It could be that there are two objects of your affection and you cannot decide which one to pick. If you have a significant other, expect a slight difference of opinion, but it won't amount to much. Scorpio expressing an honest opinion could backfire today when a comment you make is overheard by an authority figure. 
Sagittarius, your attention turns to finances today. As a rule, you are a practical sort of person who makes careful plans. Uh, yet, you have a side of you that takes some risks with money now and then. If you have a little bit of money put aside for a rainy day, this may be the time to spend it. Capricorn this morning, expect a snag or two relating to the commute to work today. Communication matters uh, should take up most of the afternoon. With phone messages flooding your machine, take care of your replies. Don't forget, not to reply is the worst thing that you could ever do. And Aquarius, you hold the times very dear to your heart because you are a very emotional person with strengths that need to be brought out and strengthened each and every day. Schedule something enjoyable today that involves family, friends, and neighbors. And for Pisces, food, fun, and frolicking head the agenda today, Pisces. Organizing a family picnic, if the weather permits, is a good idea. Otherwise, get all the family members involved in creating an indoor feast. Stress conversions and sharing of opinions during the meal is a good idea. And begin planning that vacation now. There are your horoscopes with the compliments of Lady Elaine. You can always go to www.extrology.net forward slash dailyhoroscope.htm to read your entire horoscope, which also includes your fortune astrological numbers for today, your financial outlook for today, and your compatible sign for today. When I come back from this two-minute commercial break, we're going to be speaking to Robert Liparulo. We're going to be talking to Robert about his new book, Deadlock. That's coming up this hour here in the X-Zone. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 877 My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the X-Zone on the Talk Star Radio Network, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Talk Star Radio Network. Don't go away. We'll be back in two minutes. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Welcome to the, back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, so I hope that uh, your day today is a very happy, prosperous one. My guest this hour is Rob Liparulo. We're going to be talking about his new book, Deadlock. Deadlock is the kind of action-packed thriller ride that has made our special guest this hour, Robert Liparulo, one of the most sought-after novelists in Hollywood. In his highly anticipated new thriller, Robert draws on his own background as a journalist for the inspiration behind Deadlock's hard-charging lead character, newspaper reporter John Hutch Hutchinson. Hutch discovers that military industrialist Brendan Page is using a private army to settle his own scores. 
Page's threat to keep Hutch quiet goes terribly wrong, and Hutch's young son is kidnapped. While a lone man stands, little chance against the best black op soldiers ever issued M-16s, Hutch manages to survive longer than Page anticipated. Now, as far as Page uh, Hutch is concerned, high-tech helmets and machine guns are nothing compared to a man determined to save his son. It's a lesson he sets out to teach Page, and one that he can only hope works well in the real world as it does in his heart. In the tradition of strong, resourceful lead characters like Officer John McClane and Die Hard, John Rambo and Jack Bauer from Television's 24, Hutch is a quintessential, quick-thinking man of action. That guy wants to be like, and women want to be with him. His nail-biting adventures in Robert Liparulo's Deadlock will leave readers breathless and on the, on the edge of their seats. Joining me now is the author of Deadlock, Robert Liparulo. And Robert, welcome to the X-Zone. Thanks for having me. All right, tell us about Deadlock. What was your inspiration? Ah, it was uh, the news report from 2007 from Baghdad that the Blackwater uh, mm, privatized yeah. army and uh, the, the, the guards who were over there mm-hmm. uh, shot up a square, uh, killing 17 people, 14 of which were, were deemed uh, innocent uh, bystanders. And it just made me, it made me wonder how people... Uh, soldiers could um, be that ruthless, and there were reports about them just kind of standing around afterward, picking their teeth with toothpicks, things like that. And it, it really made me wonder how somebody can get to that point in their life where where they have such disregard for human life. And so I, I, I it just sparked the the storytelling part of me, and uh, I, I thought, okay, here's a Here's a Blackwater-type organization, and Blackwater claims to provide the best soldiers in the world. And what does that mean if you're going to be the best soldier? It means that you're going to kill better, and you're going to protect better, and you're going to guard better and, and defend better. And, and how would killing better look? Um, or how would you get a person to a point where they're killing better uh, than, than military soldiers? And so what I tend to do in my books is I take current technology um, current uh, situations in the world, and I kind of project it out a couple of years and say, okay, here's what it might be like in a few years. And so I, I designed a, uh, for, for my book, I designed a, uh, a virtual reality helmet that these soldiers wear, and they're very similar to the goggles that you'll often see Blackwater soldiers wearing. And uh, what, what I have happening through the visors of these, of these helmets for in my book, is that reality is being manipulated for the soldier. So um, we know, for example, that uh, soldiers uh, find it easier to shoot at men than women, uh, at adults than children, at people who don't look like them over people who do look like them. And what this what these this visor will do is, no matter who they're shooting at, it will make them look like the perfect target. Robert, in your opinion, do we really need people like the uh, private armies for hire, like Blackwater, out there working? And if, you know, who gives them the carte blanche to do whatever they want? (laughs) Uh, Definitely two different different questions there. Um, You know, I do think that we probably need uh, something like this simply because our defense budgets have been lowered. we, we have a smaller army. Most, most countries in the world have smaller armies than they used to have. 
and there are times when we may need more boots in the field, such as with the surge, where we put 20,000 more boots in, in Iraq, and, and it turned the, the tide for us there. Uh, well, if we don't have the, uh, the soldiers in our military for that, we need to call on uh, outsourcing for that, and that's what a Blackwater-like organization does. What we're, I think, uh, where we need to really change things is in the accountability side, and this, this addresses uh, your second question. Um, what's really happening is is because they're somewhat new in our, our contemporary society, these the, the, the mercenaries, yeah, even though exactly. they, they have a long history. Because that's basically what Blackwater uh, people are, are, mercenaries. They deny that they are, but if oh, you sure look at the, the – it's semantics. It, yeah. You know, if you really look at what, what they're doing, uh, they're acting as mercenaries, especially when you look at – uh, the fact that, that Blackwater has about 20% of their soldiers are recruited from other countries. And so you have soldiers from other countries fighting in America's war. That's a mercenary. Well, it is in my dictionary. I don't know about <laughs> Blackwater's, but... So it's, 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 what, what's happening is, is we just need, uh, we need to know that there's accountability. And if there are war crimes that, are, that happen... Uh, that are uh, attributed to uh, outsourced soldiers, private soldiers, or, or guards, that, as they prefer. Um, I, I did one interview, and I, I called them combatants, and, and a, a caller called in and said, they're guards, they're not combatants. And I said, as soon as, as, soon as they pick up a rifle and start shooting, that's They're combatants, combatant. yeah. <laughs> so exactly. A lot of semantics going on. But, but why? Why does Blackwater seem to be able to get away with murder where if it was any other group... Man, they they would be held on the carpet. There would be charges laid, and it seems that Blackwater, for some reason, is able to get away with a lot more than any other organization. Uh, there are a few others that, that that are smaller than Blackwater, but that are doing exactly the same thing. And uh, there have been some charges against them as well, and there uh, some question about whether they'll ever see trial. The big issue is that they were hired by the State Department to guard dignitaries, not by the Defense Department. And, and because of that, they, mm -hmm. they're not um, under the, the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So and they're under the same, uh, they, they operate the same as the CIA would? In a way, yes. Yeah. Um, the, the problem there also is when they went over to Iraq, part of their contract stipulated that they would be granted immunity from any crimes committed in Iraq, Otherwise, they were afraid that if they did have to use their weapons and for lethal force, they would be charged by the Iraqi government as murderers, and so they, they received immunity. Well, so they have immunity for their actions. Well, shouldn't they be held responsible? Absolutely. I think they were afraid of uh, justifiable shootings being called murder because it's on, uh, in, on Iraqi soil. And, and so if a government changes, if the Iraqi government changes and they're looking for a scapegoat, it would be easy to say, let's charge this group of people who weren't even part of the, the U.S. military. But they're not part of the U.S. military. They're, they're sanctioned by the State Department. They're not accountable to any legal jurisdiction. Right, right. Hey. Now, that's changing. The, the, the Congress is, is really looking into how are we going to... Um, have jurisdiction. Who's going to have jurisdiction for any crimes that, that these people might commit? And they very well should. 
Oh, well, yeah, definitely. This is so, I'm amazed that they're just talking about it now. It's, 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 they, they said, hey, we need some soldiers. Um, well, here, here are the best soldiers in the world. They've got guns. They'll kill anything. Uh, send them over. And, and nobody said, well, wait a minute. Who, who, where's the chain of command? Who exactly. are they going to be accountable to? Looks like they put the cart before the horse on this one. <laughs> they did. You know, I do, I do see an, a, a, a need for them. I just think that they need to be uh, accountable for their actions, and they need to have a very stringent uh, chain of command, because oftentimes when they're over mm-hmm. in, in Iraq, uh, nobody knows who their commander is. And, and really, it's, it's the State Department, and there's nobody of, from the State Department in the field being shot at to watch what these people are doing. And there have been incidences where uh, Blackwater guards have actually drawn their guns on military soldiers and forced them to lay on the ground, and they disarmed U.S. soldiers. Um, and, and this is one particular case I'm thinking of where there was an accident between a, a Blackwater vehicle and, a, a, and an Army vehicle, and the Blackwater guards jumped out with their guns, forced the, the Army, the soldiers out, got them on the ground, uh, extracted their vehicle, and then left. And, and it just amazes me that, that our, our U.S soldiers could could be treated that way by private soldiers so the the mercenaries are taking down the soldiers <laughs> they they are and it be careful because the taking down part doesn't mean they're shooting at our own soldiers but they they are uh, kind of pulling rank but there's no rank okay now hold on here you've got the soldiers who are over there with the blessing I'll use that very loosely <laughs> over here of of the uh, of the military and Congress, then you've got the mercenaries who are over there and being paid by the State Department. Right now, why are they over there? Like, they are over there supposedly to to guard dignitaries. Any any dignitary that the U.S. needs to guard, whether it's a visiting dignitary or the the, the head of the the the. Um, Occupation Provisional Authority that's over there. Another thing that they do is is they are the ones who guard uh, the U.S. Embassy in Iraq, which is the largest embassy in the world. But what is isn't that supposed to be the United States Marine Corps? The Marines, uh, not enough Marines to do it. So, well, wait, so they've got the contract to do it. Wait a sec. We've got mercenaries taking over the jurisdiction that the United States Marine Corps usually has, and that's protecting embassies. Right. And these are the very same mercenaries who. At gunpoint, takedown, and I'm not talking about shooting here, it's like a felony stop, members of the U.S. Armed Forces. Yes. Something is very wrong with this picture. It is. And it, it, it doesn't, it, it, is, it does not boil down to the fact that they are privatized, uh, that they are a privatized soldier or a privatized guard or a privatized army. Or are it, they black ops for the CIA? You know, it would not surprise me. There's, there aren't a lot of reports coming out that they are working for the CIA, even though Blackwater Training Facility, and by the way, Blackwater recently changed its name. Stand, stand by, Rob. You and I have to take a commercial break. This is very interesting. We'll be back on the other side as the news continues right here on Talkstar. Don't... This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, 
Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I don't know, if a guy woke up beside me, I'd, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the heck I would do. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My special guest this hour is Robert Liparulo. We're talking about his new book, Deadlock. First of all, Robert, thanks very much for joining us tonight. It's great having you with us. Um, before we went to the news I touched briefly on the possibility of the uh, of of Blackwater actually being under the guise of uh, the CIA. Now, are we talking about the same Blackwater that is supposed to be responsible for the security at Area 51 in Nevada? I believe so. I believe yes, and and they they are all over the world. They have squads everywhere, and I think it's really interesting that they're they're uh, guarding and doing activities, missions, on U.S. soil. Um, they, they sent, uh, for example, um, 200 people to uh, assist in, at Katrina, um, and they were deputized, and they were just uh, flying around in an unmarked car and hopping out and pu- pu- pulling their guns on potential or, or suspected looters and arresting them. And, and that gets a little scary when you're talking about private citizens doing that. It, it sure does. Now, R- Rob, in your, in your research for Deadlock, what did you find out about the Blackwater Company? Well, the, you know, I did a lot of research in their, in, into their training, mm-hmm. and right now, uh, and where their training is, is heading, right now a lot of their recruits are former um, special ops people, uh, maybe SEALs or Army Rangers, those type of people, because then they're starting at a high caliber, and then all they have to do is train a little bit more. Their, their, their um, specialty, or at least it started out this way, is training um, soldiers and, and cops and and guards and and just their training facilities are incredible um, and what i what I, in talking to people who know the company very well who came out of that company who are actually went through the process of the company there's talk about uh, what they're going to do as they keep growing if they keep growing they just announced that they were they were pulling back their their security section division uh, in favor of the training just because of all the flack that they've been getting from uh, uh, the guard shooting in Iraq and that, that type of thing. Uh, but if they continued it, they would need to start recruiting 
fresh blood, as it were, and where would that come from? And that's really where I focused a lot of my research and uh, started uh, postulating what might happen there. And, and I came up with the with the conclusion, and it's it's supported by a lot of people who who know the economics of this type of of company. And uh, essentially, they're going to be getting young kids. And that's what the Army does. They get young kids fresh out of high school. And in, in deadlock, what I do is uh, I say that they're watching these online shooter games yeah. that, that the kids are, are doing, and they're finding the best of the best from there and then recruiting them into their privatized Army system and then desensitizing them and then giving them these helmets that I spoke about uh, and, and essentially creating young soldiers who are, at that age, you could almost say that, that they were uh, raised to kill. So are we looking at the privatization of law enforcement, privatization of homeland security to companies like Blackwater? Possibly. There was a report just today about um, Chicago using private security forces as part of their police force and what that meant. And the, the, the flag that people are, are throwing at, at Chicago right now is, are these security guards trained? Do they know what they're doing? Are, are, they, are they as good as the cops? And I, kinda, I read that and I cringed and I thought, you guys be quiet, because what's going to happen is they're going to say, you know, you're right, we need to have better security if we're going to be hiring privatized people to, to, be, to uh, uh, patrol our streets. Let's go to Blackwater, or let's go, you know, let's go get the best of the best, and then what you're going to end up having are these real gung-ho soldier types acting as cops on, on city streets. So we're going to have law enforcement agencies patrolling the streets of, of, you know, homegrown, hometown America, who are basically mercenaries. Yes, that's what. That, that if you project it out. Now I think that what's happening. We're right on the cusp of this. We're right on at the peak where the outcry is getting louder, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to cause Congress to step up and say, you know, we're going to start issuing laws. Uh, that, that you, you cannot hire privatized soldiers or privatized police. They have to have gone through the military academy or the, the police academy. They have to be deputized in the normal fashion and not as an emergency situation. And, of course, there will be loopholes that will have to be worked oh, out. But sure. this may take years. I can just see it now. <laughs> Stop or I'll shoot. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it is interesting. Um, there were some, uh, if, if I remember right, there were something like 600 shootings in, uh, in um, Iraq that involved uh, dignitaries or guarding dignitaries, and of those, 90% had to do with Blackwater, and of those, Blackwater fired first 98% of the time. Huh. I've heard of proactive policing, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, they, they do have a, a, a purpose. I think they just need to be monitored and, and watched and, and governed better. Yeah, they, they belong in shopping malls without weapons. <laughs> I don't think I'd go to the mall if these guys were there. <laughs> but I, I did say without weapons. <laughs> I don't know if they need weapons the way these these people are trained. These Really, these the I, I believe it was... Eighty-seven percent of them are former um, special ops soldiers, and, and who retired from the military, and then took the higher-paying job at Blackwater or Blackwater's uh, uh, competitors. I can just see it, like uh, in um, one of the Die Hard movies, or even Arnold Schwarzenegger's movies. I don't care what you say. I want to see the bag. 
I think these people have been, uh, you know, these uh, these guards have been likened to the Arnold Schwarzeneggers yeah. of the world, and and you know, with the big guns, and and they're they're very well equipped. And that's one thing that's sad is that we have soldiers over there who don't have the right flak vests and, and yeah. or the right weapons. And these guys come over, and and that's part of what we're paying for. We we the, the U.S. government pays about twelve hundred dollars a day per Blackwater guard, and these these people are are very well equipped and, and have incredible weapons and incredible body armor. They're provided uh, uh, with, I mean, they're making their own own um, uh, armor cars and helicopters, and it's amazing what these what, what they're doing. They make more money than the soldiers do, right? About six times as much. So what's the incentive for a young man or a young lady to join the armed forces instead of just going right to Blackwater. <laughs> well, that's that's what I think what's going to happen in the future is is the the young people who are have the the disposition for for this type of work will seek out a Blackwater organization. Now, now currently Blackwater wants retired special ops people, but as they grow and 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 those people and they run out of those people, they're going to start turning toward the the younger people and then training them to do that. And and I think uh, uh, you know that's when for me that's when it gets scary is is when our young people are going right right into a situation like that with Blackwater because and this is partly may, maybe why some soldiers go into the service and and, and you know I, I have a, a lot of respect for our, our soldiers so do I um, so do I but soldiers get paid whether they're they're sitting and waiting in a, on a base in, in Arizona yep. or whether they're in a war zone. Blackwater guards get paid only when they're in a war zone. So you have to want to go to war if you if to become a Blackwater guard. I can just imagine this. Stop! I shot you. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, as funny as my background is law enforcement. Okay. <laughs> All right, and 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 I and I must tell you that when I hear stories about Blackwater having more authority. Than law enforcement agencies, uh, you know, better equipped. They don't have the rules of of conduct that a police officer or a member of the military has, and it seems that these guys are impervious to any judicial system. Something is drastically wrong with our with with, with our legislation. And why hasn't the government stepped in and say, "Wait a minute, hold on here, hold on here"? Yeah, it may have worked for the last administration. But this administration is saying, we the people, yeah, well, we the people don't need a paramilitary or parapolice force. Well, it's interesting. The, the State Department uh, stated that they would not uh, renew Blackwater's contract in Iraq after its May um, end date. And, and that they, they said that in February. And this month, in March, they just extended it to September. Now, I, 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 I expected that. Because I, I don't think it's that easy to simply say get out of their guys. Exactly. Um, it, it, we we need to find the replacements. And, and I, I I kind of sat back and thought, okay, how long is it going to be before the administration goes? Wait a minute, we're going to pull everybody out. Who's guarding the the embassy or who's guarding these people? Well, let's put the Marines back to where they belong, and that's guarding embassies. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, they, it's the, the embassy takes a lot a lot of guards. It, it need it requires a thousand. Uh, guards to guard uh, an embassy that size, but we we have it. I mean, the, the Marine Corps is not a small. I mean, it's 
the smallest of, of our uh, armed forces, but still, we have a lot of Marines. <laughs> sure do, and, you know, their reputation uh, and their code of honor, Yeah, uh, you know, certainly outweighs anything that Blackwater could even anticipate. That's true. Now, at these at these embassies, uh, do the, uh, do they wear uniforms? And if so, what uniforms do they wear? Not the not the um, kind of the formal dress uniform that you you see in, in movies where they're standing at guard with the formal yeah. dress. Uh, they look like they look like soldiers. They're wearing flak vests. They're wearing helmets. Uh, they're they're, sometimes they're wearing the black goggles that I mentioned. Yeah. Um, they look like soldiers, and and they're heavily armed, and and they're scary, and uh, which is fine that they are. If if nobody, if if people just don't want to go in anywhere near the embassy, that's fine. Um, but it's you know it's it is a war, and and as I said, they do serve a purpose. We just need to make sure that they're in the right chain of command, and that they, exactly. they're under the jurisdiction of some. The way it looks like it's forming, it's it's coming down, is they are going to be. Um, uh, uh, governed or, or their, their jurisdiction will be the, the U.S. courts, not the military courts. So what would happen if there's a crime committed by one of these uh, guards is they'll, they'll be extradited, as, as it were, from wherever they were to back to the states and then tried as any criminal would. But that's, that's what they're talking about. And, and, and they actually have something like that in place now, but... Every, all the crimes that they're looking at were before they the, the, we've put this into place, and they're slipping between the cracks. And we're not even sure. There's, there hasn't been a case where we can say, is this going to work? Or are there loopholes that we don't know about yet still? How about that immunity that, that they were granted in their contracts going over there? Exactly. You know, what other places do you know of, Rob, that the Blackwater people are involved? I mean, besides protecting dignitaries, and I thought that was the job of the uh, Diplomatic Security Agency, or DSN. Right, and it is. It's, um, they, DSN, what they're sorry. doing is they're a force multiplier. And when, when we need more than we have available, that's when we call Blackwater, and that's why we get Blackwater guarding dignitaries, even though we already have a force to do that. Sure. Uh, and that's why we, we have them going over to, to uh, supplement the, the soldiers when we want something like a surge. We take the soldiers who are, uh, who, are, who are guarding right now, and we move them into the combat zones as, as the soldiers who are fighting, and in their place we put the Blackwater guards, but in a war zone, it just all blurs. It's like trying to keep you know milk and water separate. Uh, so they're acting as soldiers, even even if semantically they say they're not. Um, they just I just heard that um, they moved 200 soldiers into Pakistan in the last uh, maybe few weeks. So so they're they're operating really everywhere, and 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 they're also hired by foreign governments, which is really interesting. So you've got our mercenaries working for other governments. Exactly. The, uh, <sighs> Japan uses Blackwater Guard. Jesus. Oh, so you, we've got Blackwater basically around the world, and what a perfect opportunity for the CIA to to get around. <laughs> I'm. I, I I do a lot of Hollywood work. I think you mentioned that earlier, yes, did, yeah. and uh, I'm working with um, Andrew Davis, who did. Um, the Fugitive yep. and The Guardian and Collateral Damage and movies like that. 
and we're we're writing an original story, and it has to do with a Blackwater type organization. And because they're creating their own weapons and they're creating their own um, uh, vehicles, and and they have their own helicopters and things like that, what if they got their own their their hands on their own uh, nuclear weapon? All right, so now we know what the IMF force from Mission Impossible really was. We're talking about Blackwater. <laughs> Listen, and, you and, and I... by the way, I should mention that Blackwater did recently change its name to Z, and and it's interesting because uh, Blackwater is almost synonymous with privatized armies, privatized guards, and how bad does your reputation have to be to change your name? That's why I've never yet changed my name on air. I've always been Rob McConnell. <laughs> Stand by, Rob. You and I have to take our commercial final break for this hour. Rob Liparulo is our special guest. www.robliparulo.com. I'm sorry, robertliparulo.com. We'll be back on the other side. That's if Blackwater doesn't get me first. Don't go away. Hey. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. And welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My very special guest this hour is Robert Luperolo. We're talking about his new book entitled Deadlock. In fact, what we did over the, uh, over the uh, commercials here... Melanie at Master Control was kind enough to uh, contact uh, Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, we have a few questions to ask him. I don't know how much time we have, but we'll certainly get a couple in uh, before we get back to our special guest, Robert. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Governor, um, my name is Rob McConnell. Nice to meet you. It's nice meeting you too, sir. Uh, when you were when you were out, and uh, were you ever part of Blackwater? Affirmative. You you were, and did you enjoy your stay with Blackwater? Negative. Oh, uh, okay. So you were with Blackwater. You you uh, you didn't enjoy your What's stay the with. What's the matter? My the question is, uh, you know, do you think that do you think that uh, private security firms like Blackwater should be able to uh, be police officers, and, and and if they are, what do you think they should be? I'm a cop, you idiot. Well, all right, you may be a cop, but uh, don't don't you think that being a security guard, calling yourself a cop, is, is a little over the wall? I took a bullet for you. Y- you did. Well, you know, you may have, you may have not, and uh, but however, I don't think that security guards uh, like Blackwater or any other agency should put themselves in the same category as members of our military. You must be very proud of yourself. Oh well, yeah, I am, it's especially since that, you know, people like yourself, uh, you know, who has portrayed a uh, mercenary. Uh, what's it make you feel like inside? <laughs> That's funny. Well, I, it may be funny to you, Mister uh, Mister uh, Governor, but you know, all, all I have to say is that. Uh, now, what does all that mean? Well, what it means is that I, I think that there is a place for security. There is a place for law enforcement, and when it comes to to um, to p- people like Blackwater, what do you have to say? Finally, that's enough. 
Goodbye. All right. Goodbye to you too, Mr. Governor. Oh, there you go. I can't, couldn't get a straight answer out of him. Anyway, our special guest this hour is Rob uh, Liparulo. First of all, Rob, thank you very much for being with us. It's been a great hour. You've raised a number of uh, good points. And um, where do you see Blackwater five years from now? Are they going to be the, the rent-a-cops uh, in Robocop? They, they might. Uh, they, the uh, Eric Prince, who who owns the company mm-hmm. and is the the chairman now, uh, claims that they're uh, they're 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 pulling back on that type of work. But I don't really see it. Uh, they, as I said, they just moved into uh, Pakistan to, to take a, a a gig there, if you will. Um, and uh, yes, they they could very well be um, working right alongside our our police, our our security guards, in, in in malls, I imagine, even though yeah. I think that might be a little below them. Me too. <laughs> but we were, we did ask the governor what the main purpose of Blackwater is, and this is his reply. The most important thing is money. All right, there you go. <laughs> Robert, you I go. want to thank yeah. you very much for joining us tonight. Take care of yourself. I look forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you. It was very fun to have you. All right. RobertLuperolo.com. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. I'd like to thank my producer at Master Control, the one and only Melanie, for keeping us up on those four big birds in the sky, Galaxy 4R, Telstar 7, Aglia 2, and on Satellite G3 and TalkStarRadio.com. <sighs> and thank you, Governor Schwarzenegger, for joining us tonight. Well, that's it. Rob at Mass at Exxon TV. Thanks, buddy. Stephanie at... XZoneRadio.com. Thank you, sweetheart, for your hard work. And to each and every one of you, thank you for allowing us to be part of your day or night, no matter where you are. I'm back tomorrow night at 10. Until then, always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night now.